Welcome back, everyone, to Unearthly Encounters. This is installment number 13. And, you know, today we've got a great topic for you. Excited to share this episode with you. Yes, so this one will be a short one. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, everyone. We are back at it again. Um, It is October 8th. Now... Um, we're kind of kicking it old school here. We are um, kicking it back to the roots of Unearthly Encounter. And what I mean by that is uh, if you have listened to the first ever episode of, of Unearthly Encounters, it was uh, Chancellor and myself. Um, I believe we talked about uh, Bloody Mary. Yeah, Bloody Mary. We definitely talked about that and uh, kind of a hodgepodge of a bunch of stuff that first episode. Honestly, it was a little bit. We were trying to find our own. It was the first episode, yeah. so we kind of had fun with it. But uh so, yeah, it is just Chancellor and myself today. Um, Caleb could not make it today, and uh, so so was Jimmy. Yep. Uh, they were both not able to make it, but you know what? That does not stop us. Absolutely. So, um, if you heard in the intro, we have a pretty uh, good topic. They actually made a movie about this. Um, Movies, several books written on it as well. Yes. And some uh, controversy on the YouTube world with it, too. So we're kicking it to Japan, um, the Japan's most infamous uh, suicide forest. So um, I'm going to try my best to pronounce this. Uh, Aokigahara. Gahara. So it's pretty close, I think. I, th- I, I want to say so. I would, I'm maybe rated at a, you know, like five out of ten. I want to say halfway. So uh, it's also known as uh, the Sea of Trees. Um, but I think in translation, the, uh, um, Aokigahara is a blue tree meadow. So, uh, is a for it's, is a forest on the Northwestern flank of Mount Fuji, um, on the Island of Honshu in Japan, thriving on 30 square kilometers, um, 12 square miles of hardened lava laid down by the last major eruption of Mount Fuji in, uh, a 64 CE. So, you know, this is something I just wish I could lay my eyes on. Um, I know it's very infamous. There's been a lot of grim stories about the suicide forest. But honestly, I, I, I just believe Japan is just absolutely gorgeous. Um, a lot of the culture there is just fascinating. Um, some place I would love to go. No, and you and me both. And, you know, despite all of the, um, you know, grim tales, that surrounds this forest um you know the pictures that i've looked at online i mean it's absolutely beautiful yeah um and i know it attracts travelers from all around the world to to go and see it themselves um but japan and its culture are yeah beautiful yeah absolutely beautiful so on the uh, western edge of akigaha um where there are several caves that fill with ice in winter um is a popular destination for tourists and school trips interesting so parts of Agigaha are very dense and the porous lava rock absorbs sound. So that's interesting, you know, because there's been reports about the infamous sea of trees, um, blue tree mm-hmm. meadow. Um, that it's said that the, the trees are so dense and thick that not a whole lot of sunlight actually gets in, um, which would be pretty gnarly to see in person. Um, and, you know, with you mentioning those rocks and everything like that, um, 
from all the tales that I've read is that it is very much a quiet, eerily quiet forest. Yeah, it contributes a lot of uh, solitude mm-hmm. that some visitors, uh, I mean, attribute to the forest. You know, like it's, I mean, you're, if you're by yourself, you hear literally nothing. That is, that's pretty insane. Um, I mean, just from some of the reports that I've read before is that when you enter the suicide forest, they tell you, um, I know you have to check in. And what's so eerie is that uh, when you go check in, I mean, you worked um, at Yellowstone before mm-hmm. National Park. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure you had people coming in. You had people calling like, hey, we want to purchase a, a day or two, you know, go on the trails or which whichever. Right. So, right. Um, I mean, there's a person that did that job for and, and is doing that job for the suicide forest. So I can only imagine like, hey, I, I need a I need a trip. Um, I want to uh, go into the forest. You know, I could just imagine what he or she is going through whenever like, hey, all right, I accept the payment. Are you doing a one way trip or is it? I oh, hope I you're doing a round trip. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's a round trip. I can't imagine the 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 mixed bag of emotions um i mean like you just saw this person yeah and then you see their car still there the day after still there a week after yeah um knowing that you are the last face that they probably ever saw is a daunting thought and feeling definitely would mess me up now uh the forest actually has a historical reputation as a home to yori um, ghosts of the dead in, J- in J- Japanese mythology, excuse me. Um, at least since the 1960s, uh, Akigahara, I'm going to keep butchering that. You, you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's, you're trying so hard. I'm, I really <laughs> am. I'm hoping that, you know, more I say it, maybe it'll kind of catch catch on. But uh, no, it's not. So um, I'm just going to call it uh, the Sea of Trees. So Sea of Trees has, be, has become associated with suicide, um, eventually becoming known in English by the nickname Suicide Forest, and gaining reputi- represent- reputation as one of the world's most used suicide sites. Uh, because of this, uh, signs that some of the trails urge suicidal visitors to think of their family and contact, ta- contact a suicide prevention association. So, man, I just... Think about being the groundskeeper. Think about being like what we have here. Like, I don't know if it's called something different, but like a gang warden and you're going mm-hmm. into that forest. Let me place down some, some signs like, Hey, it's not worth it. Please turn back. Yeah. That's, it um, it's terrible. I mean, I feel like with this forest, I mean, it's become infamous in recent years, you know, due to the, the amount of suicides that have taken, that have taken place there. Um, and, but I think it also could be linked with something more unearthly, truthfully. Um, I know that there are some morbid myths um, about this story that are pretty old, um, about an old Japanese custom called, um, I'm probably going to butcher this, but Ubatsute, um, which basically what that custom was, uh, legend has it that in feudal times back in the day when food was scarce um, and family situations grew uh, desperate, families might have taken a dependent elderly relative, grandparents, aunts, uncles, that sort of stuff, um, typically a woman, and would leave them in the forest to die um, to save the rest of their family one less mouth to feed. 
Um, so wow. it kind of makes me think there's probably a lot of pain and agony, tortured souls that are, you know, trapped in that forest. Um, Definitely. Um, I mean, just just kind of going into some of the numbers. Um, I mean, in 2003, uh, 105 bodies were found in the forest, exceeding the previous record of 78 and 02. And in, um, in 2010, fast forward, the police recorded more than 200 people having attempted suicide in the forest, of whom 54 completed the act. Uh, suicides are set to increase during March, um, the end of the fiscal year in Japan. Um, as of 2011, the most common means of suicide in the forest were hanging or drug overdose. Now, in recent years, local officials have stopped publicizing the numbers in an attempt to decrease uh, the sea trees association with suicide. So, I mean, the rate of the suicide has led the officials to place a sign, as we just mentioned, to hopefully not, I mean, to hopefully encourage people to not take their take their life. Now, um, annual body searches uh, have been conducted by police, volunteers, and journalists since the 1970s. Um, now, I mean, it's it's pretty insane. Now, the site's popularity has been attributed to uh, Siko uh, Matsumoto. 1961 novel, Nami no To, Tower of Waves. Um, however, the history of Sea of Trees predates the novel's publication and the place has long been associated with death um, and agony, just like you were saying. So, Yeah, I'd like to mention as well, there was another book that was written in 1960 by Psycho Matsumoto. Um, That's what I just said. But... 1961, Nami no To? No, a different book. Oh, wow, um, 1960. So, so it's actually a year before? Yeah, a year before. Um, Kuroi Jukai. Um, so yeah, definitely different. Okay. So yeah, the and that roughly translates to the Black Sea of Trees, um, in which that story uh, was kind of like a Romeo and Juliet, somewhat of a tale. So two lovers commit suicide, basically to, you know, stay together uh, forever. Um, so I know that was interesting hearing, hearing that. Um, no, yeah, that's... Because it's the same author? Yeah, same author. That's why I said I, I just said that because he released a book, Tower of Waves, mm -hmm. um, in 1961. So I mean, it was back to back then. Okay. Yeah, back. So yeah, this author, um, definitely, you know, it's had an interesting tales to tell about this um, this forest here. But I know from what I've read as well is that a lot of people um, in Japan blame that book for the things that have taken place there in, in recent years um, yeah. because of that story. Um, like I said, I don't want to say modern day Romeo and Juliet, but the sixties version of Romeo and Juliet. Um, okay. So, I mean, the Japanese version. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, there's so much, I mean, stuff that's, that's here. I mean, it makes you wonder, like, is there something more to this forest? Is there something more that, um, you know, people are wondering? And, you know, I do want to just send this message out. And we will also send a message at the beginning of this episode. And at the end, if you are suffering absolutely anything, thoughts, anything that you're going through, um, I will, we will be sure to link um, suicide prevention hotline. Absolutely. In the, um, in the description of this episode. Uh, you know, so Going forward, um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of agony. There's a lot of darkness that surrounds this sea of trees. Now, you know, you mentioning a book, you know, this has been such an infamous site. 
Um, there was also a, a 2015 film that called The Sea of Trees with uh, Matthew McConaughey, Ken uh, Wannabe, and Naomi Watts. Mm-hmm. Um, also tells a story happening there, as does the 2016 horror film The Forest. Now, there's been quite a bit of, I mean, news slash, I mean, I, I don't want to say vlogs, but I mean, I'm kind of bringing up like the Logan Paul controversy right. um, that happened in 2018 uh, or 2017, one of the two. But I mean, he actually stumbled upon a suicide victim and I mean, shocked the whole entire world. YouTube took it down within hours. Now, I, did. I was one of the unfortunate few that actually saw that video. I did as well. It was, I mean, it's Logan Paul, everything he does, it trends. So it's when you pop open YouTube that day and you saw that, I mean, it was the normal Logan Paul that we knew back then was just messing around. And then it got serious so fast. It it really did. Um, But, you know, for me, all this research and looking into the suicide forest and the sea of trees, whatever you want to call it, um, makes me wonder if there is something more sinister at play in the forest itself. Um, I mean, very old forest. Is there something, some sort of entity or entities lingering in there? Um, kind of like what I mentioned with the Ubatsute, I believe it's how it's pronounced. Um, with, yeah. with, with those, those, I know it's just a myth, but you know, Desperate times call for desperate measures, and you know families would do whatever they had to do to survive. Um, I think it's very possible that there's, like we had mentioned, a lot of pain, a lot of agony that lingers in that forest, and maybe, maybe those deceased ancestors are reaching out, trying to get payback, get some revenge for what their families did to them. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of going off of what you were just saying. So, I mean, the forest, the horror film that was uh, back in 2016, I mean, they showed quite a bit of stuff. I think it was 2016. Um, so, yeah. Of voices of, you know, hallucinations that were happening. I mean, if have you seen the movie? I'm not. No. So it I mean, it was it showed quite a bit of stuff. I mean, it showed the eeriness of what we were just talking about. The Sea of Trees, it's kind of vague in my head. I did. I do remember watching it, but. The forest, I mean, leads up to, I mean, she checks in and, you know, she was, I think, saying, like, have you seen my sister? And it, it, the person behind the desk was like, yes, I believe I have, like, but I've seen many girls that come and, and just never go. Yeah. And so kind of what I was saying is, uh, I mean, in the forest, I don't think they said who the entity was, but uh, just kind of looking and doing our research. So have you heard of Japanese yokai before? I've heard, but I've heard of them. I, I haven't done my research on them myself yet, though. So the yokai is um, like Japanese demons. It's uh, all types of, I mean, it's their, like, well, like I say, Christianity has, you know, different, different biblical demons. I mean, there's been, there's different religions that have, of course, all the bad. Right. And uh, the good. So, uh I was just doing some research on Japanese yokai and I found um, Itsuki or Insuke um, translation strangling ghost. Hmm. So alternate names, um, Iki, uh, Kugri, Oni, um, quite a bit of stuff, but hanging ghost. And 
they believe Itsuki, um, uh, his habitat is the underworld hell. So um, his appearance as, I mean, has been written down. Itsuki is, are the ghosts of humans who committed suicide by hanging. They haunt the living by confusing people and coercing them to hang themselves. So, you know, with the, I'm just going to say gang wardens. I don't, I don't know the term in Japan, but, or the people that manage National it. park service type people, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you. I didn't know the, the right words, but um, makes you wonder why they tell you don't leave the trail. Like, try not to get, I mean, I, I imagine A goes with, you don't want to get lost with a dense forest like that, um, that hinders sound. I mean, if you're lost, you're lost. You're absolutely right. Uh, that's from my experience working in a national park. Yeah. That's the number one reason. Don't leave the trail. There's always possibility you get turned around and get lost um, yeah. and you get stranded and you don't want that to happen. Um, yeah. I know another reason, you know, from the eco type of person that I am, uh, one, it destroys the national, national forest, national parkland. Um, and you don't want to do that. Of course, you don't want to harm the land. Um, maybe that's definitely another reason why they say not to stray away from the trail because you're doing harm to the land itself. Right. And maybe forest is coming back to haunt some of these people. I mean, like, like we had mentioned earlier that the forest is so dense and thick with trees that it's easy to get turned around in. And it's also said that it's so quiet there. Yeah. Because of the rocks, they, I mean, it's perfect place for, I mean, you're literally by yourself. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a perfect place to get lost. That absolutely. It's a very easy place to get lost. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, I do want to just kind of touch on the Itsuki a little bit. I want to tell you a little bit about yeah. behaviors and interactions, and um, you just kind of tell me your thoughts. So yeah. I'm going to read a little bit here. Um, Itsuki have, inhabit Maikai, uh, the shattery underworld where the spirits of the dead dwell. Um, this underworld has a fixed population. In order to maintain the uh, equilibrium, Excuse me, um, a soul may leave to reborn in the living world only when a new soul arrives to replace them in hell. So for the reason, the spirits trapped in hell eagerly await the deaths of the living. Um, who gets reincarnated is determined by the circumstances in which a person dies. Uh, if nobody dies in the same manner, a ghost may have to wait a long time before it can leave the underworld. Itsuke are one such type of ghost. So it's not a particular demon. It's not a particular yokai. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I mean, it's in the yokai mythology as these depressed sad um i mean i could say malicious spirits as well right it's called itsuki so for the interactions of the itsuki is uh they grow weary of waiting for people to hang themselves and take their place hence itsuki means hanging ghost Mm -hmm. now they and take their place in hell so they take matters into their own hands they haunt the living to drive them to suicide and take their place in hell they lurk in the shadows and call out to people when they are alone, commanding them to kill, to kill themselves. The impulse which an insuke implants in its victim is so overpowering that even a happy person with no troubles or worries 
whatsoever finds himself overcome with a desire to die. So, I mean, I just want to also touch on the origin of Insuke. So, real quick before I want to, I do want to get your thoughts. Yeah. Um, Insuke is a very old superstition with origins stretching all the way back to the folklore of ancient China. The belief that evil spirits call out to the living and coerce them into suicide remains popular in Japan even today. Urban legends describe people receiving a message from a friend joking that they're going to hang themselves, only to find out a day later that they actually did it. Suicide notes occasionally mention that the victim heard a ghost calling out to them, telling them to do it. Friends and loved ones um, lament that they were no warning signs or indications at all that the person was suicidal. And stories about strings of suicide sometimes appear in the news or one person after another kills himself in a similar manner um, with seemingly no connection to the other victim. So such stories are attributed to the evil spirits like Insuke. Mm -hmm. So after all of that, I mean, that with the force itself almost seems like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say that there is, I mean, there's the records that were in like the early, I mean, like 2010, 2011, there was quite a bit of reported deaths. Yeah. And I believe 2014 was the highest year with 108 deaths. Yeah. And like, just with that being said, like, I want to say that there's something just happening more sinister, as you said previously, mm -hmm. and in just kind of hits it to a T that uh, you're absolutely right. Um, I don't mean to cut you off here, yeah. but w w with the Insuki, um, especially when you mentioned the, the reincarnation aspect of it, uh, these, these spirits are demonic presences are waiting for their opportunity to get their chance back in the real world um, by, by tempting. I, I don't want to say, you know, people that are suicidal or depressed or because from the stories that you were saying is that it's they're even targeting people that are happy never had a problem uh, or any sort of mental health issue um, which is fascinating it so I think that from the sound of it all that this is definitely a possibility that they're being able to these spirits are being able to influence anybody that chooses to venture in there you know whether they're going in there for whatever reason for sides for i mean whatever reason they're going in there yeah um which that's a terrifying thought uh, it is it, especially if you get from the accounts that we've been reading and, and researching on is that with how easy it is to get lost in there just veering off the trail just momentarily if i mean even if you just get turned around for a brief moment and then you start getting dark temptations. Um, I don't want to say demonically possessed, but we in recent episodes, past episodes have talked about the stages of demonic uh, possession and temptation. And temptation is uh, what starts. And from the sound of it, this, um, uh, remind me of the name of, of them again. Suki? The Suki, yes. Um, it sounds like they have the ability to tempt you very quickly and almost possess you and skipping all the steps. Yep. Um, which knowing that there is 
spirits and demonic presences out there that are able to make that happen in quick, you know, going from temptation to possession almost instantaneously with some, in some of these cases, it, it's terrifying to think about. Yeah. And there's so many stories that, I mean, there's a, a really famous story that that happened back in the, I mean, I want to say uh, it, it actually doesn't have me. It doesn't have a date. It just, it tells me a famous story um, about a, alleged Insuki actually possessing somebody. Now, I mean, these are ghosts. These are trapped ghosts in hell. And I, I mean, I think in Japanese lore, um, when you do pass away, you kind of end up in purgatory for a minute. So, I mean, maybe these Nsuki or these, I mean, agonized spirits that are stuck, that, you know, maybe they are wandering and finding somebody that possibly, I mean, I mean, it's said it best that, I think I just mentioned it earlier, is that somebody that's happy-go-lucky, that's something that you would not guess. Everything that's handed to them, everything that they've achieved mm -hmm. that even somebody so happy could lead, I mean, to that darkness. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's eerie to really think about that possibly, I mean, we've talked about possession before. We actually talked about stages of deep demonic possession. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't give me this, the breakdown, but I, I imagine, I mean, we kind of talked about, it. you actually mentioned just earlier, I think in a few minutes ago about temptation. Yeah, you know, that's, that's exactly how it starts. Yeah, um, because in the in the forest, not to catch you off, is the most, I mean, the ways that people do take their life is either drug overdose or hanging. So, I mean, the temptation of, you know, not to get too dark here, but like the hard street drugs, the um, the stuff you're not supposed to get be getting into. Uh, and, I mean, that could be something that the Insuki is pushing and pushing this average Joe or this average lady just uh, further and further until they hit that, that peak, you know, and, um, and Suki lures them to the forest calls out and puts them into a place where, Hey, like there's nothing here. Um, you may not be found. You may be found. And that's very, very scary to think about. Um, we do have a few minutes here. So if you don't mind, I can read this, this famous story. Real fast? Yeah, absolutely. So famous story comes from uh, Kojimachi um, in Old Edo. Uh, one evening, a rich man held a banquet at his estate. His friend, who was supposed to help out with the banquet, did not show up. The man waited, and eventually his friend finally appeared, much later than expected. I'm sorry, but something came up. I just stopped by to tell you I can't make it tonight, he said. He turned to leave, but the man stopped him and demanded to know what was so important that he couldn't help out. The man said, I promised to hang myself from um, Coochie Guy Gate. Coochie Guy Gate, he replied. And once again, turned to leave. The banquet guests thought that the friend had gone mad. They refused to let him leave. Despite his struggles, they held him back and forced him to drink with them. Eventually, he calmed down and stopped resisting. Late into that night, a messenger arrived with news that a man had just hanged himself at Coochie Guy Gate. The guests were shocked. The host became convinced that Inensuki had possessed his friend. The ghost must have grown tired of waiting for him to return from the party and convinced a different man to kill himself instead. He demanded that his friend explain what happened before he arrived. His friend confessed that the night was like a dream. He could not remember much. He had made his way to Kujigai Gate. A stranger approached him. He heard a voice say, hang yourself here and die. 
He was unable to resist, but he explained to the stranger that he had a prior engagement. He begged the voice to let him excuse himself from the banquet first. It told him to do so, then quickly return and kill himself. For some reason, he could not refuse. He promised to do as he was commanded and then came to the party. The host's suspicion was confirmed. He asked his friend if he still wished to kill himself. His friend looked off into the distance and shook with fear. He mimed the motion of wrapping a rope around his neck and mumbled, How scary. How scary. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I had really goosebumps just just reading that story and just listening to it. I did I did myself. Yeah, so I mean, it's safe to say, I mean, uh, the Japanese yokai, the Itsuki is just, there's so much infamous, there's so much darkness surrounding the sea of trees that it is insanely, I mean, just scary itself. Um, I think we really talked quite a bit, gave a lot of lore and gave a lot of stories. Did a lot of insight to what might be the cause. Yes. Now, really quick, we're going to take a quick break, and then we are going to do just a short segment. All right, and we're back, guys. Um, so just kind of recapping everything that we talked about with the Sea of Trees. Um, you know, really kind of a serious, dark topic that we've, um, you know, ventured into and wanted wanted to speak with you all about. It's honestly um, a topic, not to cut you off, sorry. It's honestly a topic that we've talked about for a very long time. We have. And wanted to, I mean, at least kind of show something not in America, not in Europe, you know, but I mean, it was very, it's very grim and very infamous, but uh, go ahead, Chance. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, I just wanted to reiterate, like we mentioned before, um, if anyone out there, you know, is struggling with mental health issues um, and you're, you're feeling like getting those feelings that you might want to go to the sea of trees type of situation um please uh reach out to the national suicide prevention hotline um we've got the number in the description um i actually video. have it right here if you don't want to look at it um 1-800-273-8255 and do not be concerned what happens when you call um i mean this is something that you can call anytime day or night if you don't want to talk over the phone you can chat as well, text chat. Okay. Um, the text line also provides free. Everything is free. This will not show up on your bill. Um, it's 24-7 confidential support via text message to people in crisis when they dial 741-741. There's also a quick um, message, I believe. Um, as soon as you search it on Google as well, it's 988 Um for text message as well. So there's so many different numbers that you can contact. But I mean, this is a very serious topic that I, I think honestly, Chance and I both just hits home. It does. It's without getting into it. Um, suicide is something that has affected uh, friends of mine. And likewise. Yeah. So yeah, very serious topic for, for the both of us. And uh, you know, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out that, to that number, you know, we're always here as well. We have our emails. Um, you have us on social media. Shoot us a DM as yeah. well. Um, and, and trust me, there's always someone to talk to. There absolutely is. And it may not feel like it. You may feel in a very dark place. You may feel alone. 
but I promise you, I mean, Chance said it, um, we have our social medias, you know, if whatever reason we can't get to you that moment, the suicide prevention hotline has, I mean, it's confidential. It's, it's a place, I mean, just to talk. If you're having thoughts, if you feel alone and you, and you're not having these thoughts, but you're worried that you may go that route, there is a number just to chat. Absolutely. There's no judgment. I promise you that. None at all. And Um, either with us as well. No, exactly. Um, But I think with with that being said, uh, we appreciate y'all listening to this episode. Yes. Um, And there will be no ad in this episode either. So um, this is something we absolutely take serious and we do not want to profit on anything like this. So again, this will all be down in the description as well as our social medias. But um, we hope that we kind of shed some light on a little bit of the knowledge of this sea of trees. And uh, I mean, definitely, we really appreciate you listening. Absolutely. So yeah, with that being said, um, y'all enjoy your weekends um, and your weeks, whatever day it is for you. And uh, stay spooky, my friends. Stay spooky.